It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Welcome to Bye Mageddon. We had week seven was a bad bye week because we had four teams on bye and they were all good teams. But this week, we've got six teams on bye. Tom, there's good teams, there's bad teams, but here's the problem there's six teams on bye. For, for our workload, that's good. For fantasy football, that is bad. Um, Tom, I just looked at one of our matchups. You and I are scheduled to, to play, and obviously, we haven't set our lineups yet. Yeah, our, yeah. Matchup is scheduled to be 69 to 61 is the projected score right now. It is going to be a blood. I mean, Tom, you can make the argument the two best running backs in fantasy are on by this week. Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Uh, but on top- uh, Nick Chubb is up there too. I mean, yeah, this is uh, Tony Pollard coming off a huge game. Uh, on top of that. Yeah, this is. The waiver wire's not good this week. That's the bigger issue. Uh, hey, hey, well, usually we love it when the waiver wire's not good because that means there weren't a lot of injuries the week prior. So, uh, yeah, it's at least uh, people didn't lose, you know, lose people that are, you know, potentially, you know, that that's why the waiver wire's usually juiced up a little bit as if there's guys that are stepping into bigger situations. So we'll, we'll take it. But yeah, if you're, you're going to be struggling for help this week, it's, this is going to be a quicker podcast than usual because there's yeah. just not a whole lot of names out there. So uh, let me uh, let me start by bringing up the NFL teams who are on by this week. And, and the teams on by this week are the Browns, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Giants, the Steelers, and the 49ers, okay? There's a there's a mix and match of good and bad teams there. Um, you know, the Broncos were a team that we thought was going to help a lot of people and has helped basically nobody. But the 49ers are great. Um, the Giants, at the very least, have Saquon, and Daniel Jones is a viable quarterback streamer. The Steelers, I mean... Stink. Yeah, they stink. <laughs> um, the Cowboys, obviously, are a very good fantasy team. Um, and, and the Browns, I mean, we just had Amari Cooper and Nick Chubb go nuts last night, so that's not a good one to lose there. So there's some key players out of that, so... Um, yeah, Gerald, the injuries... Not too much. We got Mark Andrews. We're going to be keeping an eye on that this week. Picked up a shoulder injury. Rashad Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, Bateman's going to be out a couple weeks. Gus Edwards is a iffy. It's all Ravens. Yeah, it's all Ravens. Uh, Cooper Cup is one we're going to be monitoring, but it looks like he's going to play with that ankle injury. And then smaller ones like Irv Smith and Devontae Parker. So uh, not a whole lot out there, but the bigger news might be coming as you listen to this podcast or – uh, maybe even afterward, uh, we're not going to hit a lot of the trades. We're tape, taping this at 1030. There's not a whole lot of movement usually around the trade deadline, but we have seen some um, act, more activity than usual uh, leading up to the deadline. We got Christian McCaffrey, uh, Roquan Smith, uh, you know, a couple of the bigger names, uh, Robert Quinn. So, uh, you know, maybe if you're listening to this a little bit later, it may have changed a little bit, and maybe guys will be elevated right. into bigger spots. So well, uh, one name, one it, name, but plugged in for news later today. One name, uh, for instance, uh, that uh, Zach Kiefer of the Athletic said he expects Naeem Hines to be traded today. I think he said w- when, not if. So by the time you're listening to this, you know Naeem Hines might be dealt. Maybe he goes somewhere like 
for instance, Philadelphia, which we know made an offer for Christian McCaffrey, Naeem Hines is essentially a better version of Kenny Gainwell. So, like, they could, you know, Buffalo could be looking Yeah, I was going to say, now. Buffalo is the one I'm thinking of because they were hot after J.D. McKissick. But although James Cook is, uh, we might not touch on him today, but uh, he's a guy to keep an eye on here as the season goes along. He's uh, picking up some steam, but uh, yeah, I, I think they must like Deion Jackson a little bit, so... Uh, makes Naeem Hines a little expendable here. So, that, that yeah, that's definitely a key name to follow here. We already have some Colts news. Uh, just as we uh, come down uh, the, on the podcast here, they fired offensive coordinator Marcus Brady. So, they're in the uh, – the, the, oh, they are in – He is – saving move. Yeah, Ursay is just uh, – he's on a rampage here. Uh, basically fires Matt Ryan last week and uh, firing the offensive coordinator this week. Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's getting ugly in Indianapolis here. There's gonna be some heads rolling here. Uh, Frank Reich uh, might not be long for this job, uh, you know, for the re- remainder of the season here. All right, well, let's. I'm just gonna go position by position, Tom, um, and let's just start with quarterbacks because you could be streaming quarterbacks this weekend. It looks like Justin Fields is starting to figure something out, and, and I mean, I know we talked about that last week as well, but the fact of the matter is, he ended up putting together a decent day against Dallas's defense and that's a that's a positive sign I don't know why it took the Bears so freaking long to figure out this guy is not a pocket passer right now he can't throw from the pocket so why don't we just use the one thing we know he can do and run and it's been working to good effect both for the Bears and for Justin Fields for fantasy yeah I mean it's a rookie coaching staff I'll I'll give them some I think Eberflus and Getze have done an excellent job I mean with the talent level on this team uh, to get what they have out of this team. And it's it's a team that's trending upward, even, even as they uh, send away a couple of their key players. So uh, Fields is averaging 7.9 yards per attempt and 66 rushing yards per game over the last five games. So uh, And his fantasy points have risen in each of those games. He uh, topped out at 26 fantasy points last week. So he, he's a QB1 right now. Uh I think a lot of people, and rightfully so, were a little scared off by last week's matchup, which makes me, you know, it was against the Cowboys, one of the best, uh, you know, defenses in the league. So, I, I, and he came through. I that was the biggest test for me. He he's and he went on the road in New England two weeks ago. So I, I feel like you can start to use him with some confidence now. Uh, two two tough spots, and he came through with twenty four plus fantasy points in both of those matchups. So. Uh, you know, with six buys this week, uh, even going forward. I mean, this is a guy you might be starting in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, uh, it hasn't always been pretty, as you said. Uh, he's not a refined pocket passer, but uh, they're starting to play to his strengths, and uh, he's he's running a lot. So he's starting to live up to, you know, the, the fantasy hype that he had from over the summer here. So he, he's, he's, to me, a, a locked-in QB1 right now. Um, Marcus Mariota, we've done that song and dance every week. Uh, last week they were, they were in a, um, they were in a scoring fest with, uh, with Carolina, but the week before they were down by three scores and he threw 12 passes or whatever. So I, it, it, if you play Mark, if you play Marcus Mariota, you you just got, you just got to understand that there could be complete crap coming down. Um, the, the good news with him this week, I'll say is, uh, that might be the highest total on the board. Uh, it's right there with the Packers and Lions. It's, it's, it's at 49 points as we speak. Uh, there's a Seattle and Arizona is also up there, but, uh, so the, the Chargers haven't really been slowing down many teams and, uh, we know that Justin Herbert, uh, especially that game does have some potential to take off. I mean, 
Uh, the, the Chargers passing game is really struggling right now, but the Falcons secondary is in shambles. So uh, if, if God willing, uh, uh, Arthur Smith decides to keep throwing the ball as he did last week, we had 28 attempts from Mariota. Uh, there's some potential for him to go off and he, he's a bit, you know, 86% available. Uh, people might be scrambling. So there, there is some trends that are saying that he could have a, a good game here. Just, uh, we just need Arthur Smith to throw the ball a little bit. <laughs> uh, one more, uh, hospital ball Heineke this week, Minnesota, um, decent enough matchup next week, Philadelphia, terrible matchup. But the two weeks after that, they get, he gets Houston and Atlanta and I don't think, uh, I mean, barring right now, um, old hospital ball uh, really collapsing. I don't think he's relinquishing this this job. Yeah, and he didn't really run his first start back, but he ran for 29 yards and a rushing touchdown last week. Uh, got, you know, was a little bit more comfortable doing that. Uh, that total on that game is a little lower than I, I was anticipating, 43 and a half for, uh, for the, the Vikings and uh, Washington there, so... Uh, but he's trending up here and uh, looked a little more comfortable in the second start. Uh, one other guy I'll throw out here because, you know, six bye weeks and everybody might be hurting. Uh, Andy Dalton. Uh, that, that's a, a high totaled game sitting around 48 points. And I actually think Dalton has played pretty well here. Uh, didn't have to throw it a lot last week, but uh, still threw for 229 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, has figured out how to get uh, Alvin Kamara going in the passing game. Uh, Chris Olave is playing at a high level and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get Michael Thomas or Jarvis Landry back one of these weeks. So uh, I think Dalton is a, a viable deeper streamer here if you're really hurting at the position. Uh, let's now go to running backs. And, and by the way, here's a quote I just read uh, from Dan Campbell on 97-1 The Ticket, which is Mike Valeni's station, by the way, Tom. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. He said he thinks he might have pushed DeAndre Swift too hard versus the Dolphins. Quote, he's not back. Oh, God. Uh, I don't want to hear that. Dan Campbell. So, uh, anyway, Tom, the running backs on the waiver wire, it is garbage right now. I mean, Kenyon Drake, but that's a Monday night game, so we don't know what Gus Edwards' situation is going to be. We've been talking about Kyron Williams for three weeks here. He's virtually picked up in half of Yahoo leagues, so he's barely even a waiver wire guy. Isaiah Pacheco, that that BS that they threw out. Oh, he's going to start, yeah, and get four carries. Um, it Tom, it is not pretty at running back on the waiver wire. Absolutely mm. brutal. Yeah, this is one of the worst weeks I can remember in recent time here. So, uh, yeah, if you're <laughs> you don't have Barkley this week or McCaffrey. Uh, not you're not going to find much help. Maybe, maybe uh, a Chuba Hubbard was dropped. Uh, maybe maybe he'll be back this week. As you said, uh, maybe Naeem Hines. Uh, maybe that uh, maybe he lands in a decent spot. But yeah, there's not much out here. I would give Drake a try. Uh, he's 31 percent owned. Uh, even if Gus is able to play, we'll, we'll have to wait till Thursday. That will be their first practice of the week. I, I, the way they've tended to be with their you know, with J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, they were very cautious just to even get them on the field this year. So they have their bye in Week 10. So I have a feeling that they're going to err on the side of caution with Gus Edwards' hamstring injury. They don't want this to turn into uh, something that's just lingering all season long. And we see this a lot with the ACL guys. There's, uh, you know, they're just getting back to, they're ramping up the full speed and 
a lot of time they have a lot of times they have these compensation injuries with the the soft tissues with the the calves calf strains and half string hamstring injuries so i think they're probably going to err on the side of caution so drake it's it's been all over the map he's he did rack up uh, 62 yards on limited limited tries last week uh did have a 100 yard game a couple weeks ago so there has been some upside with Kenyon Drake, so he's he's worth a shot if he's out there on your waiver wire. Uh, by the way, um, I'm just going to say it right now. I think Greg Roman stinks. Oh, really? Sick yeah, of him. Like, uh, like, like, I mean, how, how does Lamar Jackson, your quarterback, and then Kenyon Drake has 11 carries for five yards? Like, I'm sure that's an indictment of Drake, too, but, like, it's not like they had success running the ball last year. So, um, I, I don't know. Anyway, um yeah, I I want to see Lamar Jackson in a different offense, but that's just neither here nor there. Uh, one name that I should point out, Tom, but you can't use him this week is Jalen Warren of Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, uh, I'm still skeptical. Well, we'll see. Maybe something changes out of the bye. It's not a good offense anyway, but uh, yeah, there's a chance he might start. To, I, I, there, the thing is, if that happens, if he starts to get like 30, 40% of the snaps, uh, what's it really going to do? It's probably just going to kill both of their values and they're not going to be usable. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's worth a stash. I don't think they'll flat out bench Najee Harris, but uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get a little something out of Tomlin here. Although I, I don't know if he'll do his no- typical Tuesday press conference uh, with their bye week. So might have to wait till next week to get a little bit more out of, uh, out of the Steelers camp on just how they might rotate these backs moving forward. Somebody who must be picked up this week. I And honestly, Tom, I think he's one of the top guys on the waiver wire in general. Joshua Palmer of the Chargers. Uh, Mike Williams is going to miss some time, it looks like, with a high ankle sprain. Keenan Allen's already missed a bunch of time. He wasn't 100% in week seven prior to the Chargers' bye. It is very possible Palmer was dropped uh, because they went on by and he had the concussion. He's now available in about 80% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, he, he, to me, he is one of the top two or three guys on the waiver wire this week who has to be picked up. Yeah, he, he's honestly probably the number one guy for me. I mean, they have that, and we touched on it, they have that Falcons secondary this week. Uh, we just saw what DJ Moore did to him with PJ Walker at quarterback. So uh, he has the potential to to really go off in this matchup. I, I will say I'm, I've been a little disappointed in Palmer's performance up to this point. Uh, I was expecting a little bit more, but he's still getting opportunities here. Mike Williams is uh, likely to be out for a few more weeks. And uh, Keenan Allen, I, I did see that yesterday. That uh, I mean, it might be more rest than anything, but he did not practice yesterday. Uh, and he was didn't play very much in his return to the lineup in week seven. So that is something to keep an eye on this week. Uh, maybe it was a rest day, but maybe it wasn't. So uh, if that's the case, Palmer is going to be the number one wide receiver if Keenan would miss this week. So uh, he, I guess with bye weeks and everything and the concussion in week seven, a lot of people didn't want to roster him for that long, but 78% available. I mean, that means he's out there in a lot of 12-team leagues right now. So he he's uh, – he, he would be my number one priority this week. I, I was going to ask about Kadarius Tony, but he's been, I mean, he's been added in all but like 40% of Yahoo leagues. People really made that move for Kadarius Tony after the chiefs trade They're They're back this week. It's going to be interesting to see um, how they use him. Um, Tom, uh, Rondale Moore, I, I I'm still skeptical, but he at least showed some life here 
in week in week eight they played him outside in week seven and that was yeah, not that was good but stupid he, he came back and and he was able to do uh he was able to produce in in week number eight here uh for the cardinals yeah it's it's been all over the map here but for whatever reason <laughs> cliff decided it you know basically bench aj green in that thursday night football game uh maybe because it was a short week and aj green's like 90 years old but uh they went back to putting Rockdale Moore in the slot. So uh, I, I think they'll stick with that plan moving forward. I mean, you have A.J. Green and Robbie Anderson basically to fill the the other perimeter spots. So uh, let's keep Rondale Moore in the slot. Uh, that should be the scenario moving forward. Uh, so, and every time he's been in the slot, I mean, he last week was a atypical blow-up spot where he actually, you know, Averaged more than 10 yards of reception and scored a touchdown. But uh, when he's playing out of that slot, he's usually good for four to six catches and, uh, you know, 40 to 60 yards. So uh, right now, uh, you know, with the waiver wire, with the buys, uh, that, that's looking like uh, a pretty strong uh, pickup right now. So he's he's trending in the right direction as long as Cliff continues to use him in the right way. Uh, any uh, any lower end guys, Tom? I know there's one in New England that you're particularly yes. interested in. I I don't know how usable he is for fantasy right he now. He isn't. He isn't. But, but, but Tyquan Thornton is a speculative. Act. Yeah, that's that's you know especially with the state of the, the waiver wire right now. But if I'm in a 12 team league or deeper and Thornton is out there in your your legs, I, I'd be adding him. They don't have any juice on the perimeter right now. I mean, Devontae Parker picked up a knee injury, uh, and Mac Jones has struggled up to this point and. Uh, Thornton didn't really get to work with him in, in August there because of his collarbone injury. But uh, I, I think he's a guy that could, I, I don't know, league winner might be a little strong, but he, I think he could be a guy that you, you're potentially using as your wide receiver three or flex, uh, maybe in those pivotal weeks uh, towards the end of the season here. He's been up over 80% of the snaps the last two weeks. Uh, he did have a big game uh, back in week six with two touchdowns. So he's capable of going off here and, uh, they've tried to manufacture him targets here. So it might be just a matter of time if he, you know, just gets more and more reps. We, we see these with, see this with rookies a lot where they start to, uh, come on strong in the second half of the season here. Uh, he missed a lot of, a lot of playing opportunities at the beginning of the season here. So he's a guy that should get better as the season moves along. So, uh, not sure if, if you're looking for a guy to play this week, Thornton isn't the, isn't the ad, but, if you're looking three or four weeks down the road and uh, looking for some juice on your bench, I, Thornton is a guy I'd pick up. Um, and now let's go to the tight ends, Tom, where there's somebody here who absolutely must be added if he hasn't already. Most competitive leagues he's been picked up. But Greg Dolchich of, of Denver, this guy's looking like, I don't know, league winner's rough yeah with, with the broncos offense probably not but yeah, uh, yeah but by the way they're on by this week so maybe he slips through the cracks but if you can if you can spare the bench spot greg Dolchich needs to be picked up yeah and he, he this is the case where uh, you know with six teams on by there might be a team or two in your league that's really pinched and has to drop a good player or two and maybe Dolchich is that you know that fringy player that they might look to drop so uh he's a guy you definitely want down the stretch uh we talked about on that marker report uh, podcast yesterday, Joe, but that offense was stuck in a rut for the first 30 minutes of the game. And then they came out the first drive of the second half, three big time explosive plays to Greg Dulcich. And it just gave that offense a shot of life. And 
Uh, it was Cortland Sutton through the first five games that was given this offense life. Uh, in the last three weeks, it's been Greg Dulcich and, uh, you know, Jerry Judy mixed in there as well. So uh, Dulcich feels like he's going to be a big part of this offense and he's running a lot of routes at the position. Uh, he's kind of pushed the other tight ends aside here. So he's a guy, he he's going to be locked in as a low end tight end one moving forward. And he's the, he's a type of player that has some potential to move up in the ranks if, uh, you know, if the Broncos would somehow figure out how to play more consistent offensive football. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot out there at, at tight end. I, well, I, we got to touch on likely, Joe. Jeez. Uh, this well, is... well, yeah, I know. No, I was going to say Isaiah likely, but here's yeah. the issue with likely. Baltimore goes on by next week. That's number one. Number two. I mean, every uh, every Andrews owner has to be picking well, every everybody who has Andrews yes but if you don't have Andrews and Andrews is a game time decision on Monday you might have to make the decision on Sunday so um but Isaiah likely needs to be picked up if you have Andrews if you roster Andrews you've got to pick up Isaiah likely there's just no there, there's no two ways yeah about. and he's out there in 95 percent of leagues he was a guy that was pretty popular in the preseason and uh was held through the first you know couple weeks of the season but uh there was no room for him in the offense behind Mark Andrews, and he's been widely dropped out there in 95% of leagues. If I'm a Andrews owner this week, probably don't have to put in a big fab uh, bid for him just because I don't know if necessarily other people want to dive into that scenario where they might be waiting out of Mark Andrews' uh, injury until Monday, but uh, I'd still put in a few bucks. He's he's a hand, you know, we don't really talk about handcuffs much outside of the uh, the running back position. But uh, this week, this is a handcuff. Uh, if you have Mark Andrews, there's no way I'm going into Monday night without having Isaiah likely uh, as a backup scenario in that game. Ain't no way you, you can trust Harrison Bryant, even with David and Joe. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was very I mean, that was pathetic. Oh, God. Uh, I couldn't believe that, that he didn't, you know, he was an absolute non-factor. I mean, I guess whenever you have Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones doing whatever they wanted against the... The Bengals secondary didn't mean much, but uh, a little surprising that he was not involved at all. Yeah, Tyler Conklin, no thanks. I mean, I know he was a big time guy early in the season, not with the way with the way Zach Wilson's playing. I can't trust him in a lineup. I mean, you're really just throwing a dart out there. Um, is there anybody else you wanted to mention, Tom? Because this is depressing this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will. I'll give a little bit of a carrot to Conklin this week. Uh, okay. We have seen in the beginning part of the season where he's had some good games when they've been really pressed to throw the ball a lot. They do play the bills. Uh, I, you know, the bills defense, you know, Zach Wilson, I think last year, you remember that week 18 game? I think they had like 56 yards in it. So yeah. there's always that potential. It goes that direction, but uh, at the very least, they're going to be close to two touchdown underdogs. So maybe he gets some uh, BS yardage and catches kind of like he did last week against the Patriots. They were trailing so much. He was able to rack up garbage time production. So I'll give Conklin a little bit of a carrot there. Uh, there are, there are going to be some people scrambling for tight end, especially if they Andrew's owners miss out on likely. Uh, and Evan Ingram will give a little bit of a love. He's he's pretty widely owned. He's only available in 43% of leagues. But um, he's he's been kind of the main guy in the Jaguars passing game here the last like month. Uh, Christian Kirk has really fallen off. Uh, Zay Jones does zay jones things and puts up 40 yards every week but uh ingram has kind of been the guy recently for a struggling quarterback so if he's out there he, he's a he's a weekly starter at this point uh, 
He, he, and he's looked a little bit better than he has in the past. He hasn't picked up any nagging injuries here. And he, he's he's kind of kind of getting back to that form that we saw in his first year or two uh, before all the injuries really started to take a toll on his athleticism. All right, that's a, I'm done with this freaking podcast, Tom. Six teams on by, nobody good available on the way for wire. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we helped you out. Uh, but there's going to be some ugly lineups out there. The only thing I hope is that your opponent has just as ugly a lineup as you do. We have a lot more guys who are on deep, deep waiver wire who we're not going to talk about on this podcast because they're in the waiver wire article at fantasypoints.com. Use code Brawley22 to get an extra 10% off. Uh, it is our most read article for obvious reasons. And if you want to know who to drop, well, Tom, you're in Discord on Tuesdays. I'm in Discord on Tuesdays. Hey, uh, I'm really hurting this week. Can I drop this guy for this guy? Yeah, we'll help you out with that decision. So you can do that in our subscriber Discord. I hope everybody has a wonderful Tuesday. I'm Joe. He's Tom. At Tom Brawley on Twitter. I'm at FG underscore Dolan. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.